This is a Panay podcast. To magically disappoint shh, your shh, parents. I was trying to go for the Disney, like, you know, it felt feeling. very Disney. Because of that Disney Plus shit that I've been watching lately. It's really. <laughs> what Disney. have you watched on there? Oh, okay. I watched Float. You okay. know, I did. Did it um, cause you tears like everyone? I had a bunch of people message me about the tears. Some, I don't have it yet. There was apparently mixed reviews. One okay. of my like, fellow Filipino co-workers actually... No spoilers. No, no spoilers. Was actually, uh, quote-unquote, disappointed, mm. you know? And was like, I feel like it was too hyped up. And I was just like, I think you take what you can get from it, you Yeah, know? I mean, it's Disney. I mean, a lot of our people work there, but... Are they making major decisions? And for me, like, um, can can we talk a little bit more about sure, it? Sure, let's decompress. Like, like, without having, like, not too many spoilers, but yeah, yeah, mild yeah. spoilers, okay? So basically... Don't hate us for them. Uh, Float, right, uh, was made by a Filipino... Um, Bobby Rubio. Bobby Rubio, uh, Filipino writer for Pixar. And um, now Disney Plus had uh, Float come up on their uh, shorts, you know, that you can watch. Basically, the story is about a father who discovers that his child has a special ability to fly, mm-hmm. um, but then has to deal with, uh, like, society's, um, you know, discrimination and wariness towards his son's special ability. Mm. And I just saw this as a, like, you know, a parallel to, like, how people probably treat, treat kids who may have, like, special education or oh, specific that's a wonderful learning way of disabilities. Looking at, yeah. And that's how I viewed it. Like, I think maybe it's because I'm a teacher. I was like, oh, damn, you know, they're really, like, you know, kind of tackling, like, that kind of stigma, you know, yeah. like, how you go out in public, and then, like, I, I, I feel like you enjoyed it. it. You're smiling. I, you I, enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I yeah. don't know, like, what my coworkers is really, like... I mean, I did they like, expect the national anthem to show up for like? Maybe I think they were upset because it was it had more of a darker tone to it. Mm. You know, in the beginning, you remember? In the beginning, I didn't like, watch you, it. You didn't watch it? I don't have Disney Plus. Everybody, I, I'm on the uh, I'm I'm still on the other side. I'm still yeah, living in 2017. Talked, I could have told you. I could give you like you know my password. You know what? Why don't you uh, try and watch it in support of Bobby Rubio, and then maybe we'll bring it up again <laughs> when we've given you enough time to watch. Next episode, we'll give Jean time to like you know get her shit together to watch it like the rest of us joking but yeah i loved it um let me know what you all thought yeah that, yeah um you can like dm me on you know babinga batty uh, yeah. on instagram you know because mm-hmm. like jean's gonna be upset like <laughs> yeah i'm gonna be on the no spoiler thing I'll, I'll like i'll go um borrow someone's disney plus or something you Oh yeah, I could just watch it after this. Or wait, no, you're you're I'm leaving. Like, I am leaving. You can just go. Not leaving the show. <laughs> Imagine. I mean, I'm not trying to surprise. I'm not trying to enslave the you. The very last episode of Bruja Baddies. <laughs> <laughs> giving away. Whoa. But um, going from that, you know, again, I really appreciated it. You know, bloat was great. Hey, I like how you yeah. called it. So um, among. Other things that have happened besides Rose getting Disney float and being ahead of the curve here. We spent our past weekend, this past Veterans Day weekend, spending spending time with some cool people. Why don't you fill them in, Rose? All right. First of all, we have recently collaborated with... Okay. Yeah, we got to say it. All right. For our (laughs) listeners out there, uh, we have recently collaborated with the Filipino American Life hey podcast they're a huge deal i don't know if you know this but they're a huge deal <laughs> they're a pretty huge deal they're like one of like the biggest filipino podcasters in yeah the nation. they've been around for a while you probably have 
cross them to find us or yeah. maybe you found us first. Hey. And a big shout out and thank you to um, Mike and Elaine for everything that they do and for coming out and reaching out to us for this collaboration. We're super excited for yeah. all of you to listen in on T-Fall. Uh, they usually upload their episodes every Wednesday. Right. Uh, every other Wednesday, I believe. Yeah. We're um, going to um, post uh, the same clip, but we wanted to just honor releasing it together. Yeah, you know, and solidarity. It, um, we tackle a lot about, you know, thinking and showing appreciation, giving, especially during this time in November where a lot of that's going around, aka the colonizer's yeah. holiday. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely we're going to, uh, even this one will be surrounding that theme of giving and the theme of thanks. But um, I think that was really cool in a sense where we also talked about difficult conversations that will happen during the holidays yeah. so please be sure to tune in on these tough funny convos especially if you have conservative family members who make you go fucking insane yeah i mean it's a how don't we don't want to go go super into it but it is during we're we're airing this episode during impeachment time so <laughs> that's where we are in america <laughs> In case this ever becomes a historical document. I find it hilarious how long it fucking took for this shit to finally happen. That's where we are right now. This is 2019, living on the edge. If you didn't already fucking know, we don't like Trump. So, like, (laughs) I mean, no fucking brainer if you didn't. Like, what kind of podcast are you watching if you think I uh, like Trump? Or hearing. Sorry. I was like... (laughs) watching what? it here <laughs> um so we you know it's november and of course we're not super huge fans of thanksgiving for reasons historical reasons you may know. historical indigenous reasons but um we do want to honor that filipinos even with this out this holiday have been a uh, giving and uh, very gratuitous people which is let's go oh, into that let's go into that like because all right during this time of the year, a lot of families start getting together, and it becomes huge gatherings and get-togethers. Sometimes stressful. And it it is stressful because, like, this is, like, the brokest time, like, for a lot of fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think that Black Friday, like, suddenly shows up? Because, like, oh, gotta go ahead and freaking, like, get... So let's explore this broke time, right? Because, like, I mean, I I just feel like holidays are, are tough because if you come from big Filipino families... It means large parties, large costs on food, maybe I'm the only one who thinks large costs on presents, large costs on up-to-date presents and tech, you know, I mean, um, you know, as much as our people are giving and um, a gracious people, we're also capitalists too, you know what I mean? Unfortunately, we live in a capitalist society, aka yeah. the United States it's, of It's not something worth... <laughs> worth being proud of but i'm sure some of you have been on the amazons <laughs> the amazons so we wanted to explore like four different ones on this episode of like how these giving practices also kind of stress us out and it's hard to talk about it because you're supposed to save face and be okay and act like you have this money and maybe you have the money especially in this day and age in social media where you have to show like a certain face and a certain like lifestyle oh yeah like especially with the rise of facebook and like and now insta and tiktok and snapchat what else is new what's what uh i bet like the youtubes for me personally, a lot of my uh, Filipino family members keep in contact with me through Facebook. And a lot mm-hmm. of them show their lives through Facebook. And they take a lot of that at face value right. a lot of the times. And like it kind of worries me when it's just like, 
when you have this mix of like social media and also saving face, you also have this juxtaposition that happens behind the scenes mm-hmm. when like you have chismis going on in the family. Like right. like not everything is sunny and happy, like, you know, despite them going on that trip, like or whatever. Yeah, to you know, to quote and to give really give context, right? We're not just talking about money transactions, right? We're talking about how this has been something long term in our culture in giving and in giving thanks. Um, you know, to quote Dr. Revia, Anita Revia, um, <laughs> where um, she talks about, she was trying to give on Facebook just the basis of immigrant um, presence in America. And two of the, you know, basic baseline points that stood out to me is one, you know, we are here out of survival and struggle. And two, you know what, we have been historically used and exploited for, um, labor, but we are also buyers and um, humans capable of love here in America, right? Like to really humanize that these are people who are agents. Um, So when I think about giving and thanks, I think about the four things that stood out. Maybe there's more, but one, there's Pasolobo, right? Coming and going in a trip that one time when Rose gave me chocolate, you know, she thought of me. She thought of bringing something back in among other people, right? Um, two, balakabayan boxes, you know, I'm prepping those. Three, taking the check. Um, and four, this this might just apply to me, but we'll dive into it, you know. Um, well, my other thing like, I'm, that I'm also thinking about, like, right, in America, they kind of we have so many words for it in Tagalog, yes. but in America, it's just like, oh, I just got you a souvenir, yeah. you know, rather than like pasalubong, I got Let's you. Let's stay like there with pasalubong before we explore the other ones. So yeah. pasalubong, you know, um, for me, like it meant when my mom came back to Guam, it meant like getting these treats that I would never be able to get. It wasn't just getting a keychain or a postcard. It was like, I'm going to get that Goldilocks freaking boat tart. It looks like a little boat. I always thought it was a canoe. And be like, <laughs> oh shit, I'm going to have access to this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is somebody who is on the wealth side of you know this trade-off, right? Of right. bringing, right? She still thought like, I'm going to bring Philippine goods to Guam in, a, in the same vein. Like, I'm going to bring Guam slash American stuff to the Philippines. And that was something of a highlight. So even now when I do that, I used to do that a lot when I went to like little business trips and I used to try and get my brother a cool shirt from like Hot Topping. And then I thought to myself, why do I keep doing this? He never does this for me. But it's something I always appreciated that my mom did, you know, like this practice I love, like, oh, it's, but then I realized in my generation, it wasn't always something other people did, you know? I also noticed with my own family members, whenever I traveled, like, they didn't need to exactly say it, but there was this expectancy, expectancy, yeah, expectancy yeah. that I would come back and bring things, and that whenever I went traveling, I would feel super pressured yes. to bring something. That especially when I was out in Europe in the summer, I was like, "Holy shit!" And you're I'm, not making money. I'm, I'm like, I'm not making money. Like, it took a lot of money for me just to fucking get here. You know, <laughs> like I'm in a church, uh, like halfway around the world, and it's like. Now I gotta buy like a twenty euro fucking like rosary, like what? Yeah, you know, which my mom really did appreciate a lot. You know, yeah. like I got her a rosary from um, Saint Michael's Church in uh, Brussels, and it was really <laughs> like it was like I gotta get her something because if I don't get her at least one physical like souvenir, like there would just be like not even an address of it, but right. just like 
the look of disappointment. Man, I, like, I really feel you. Like, I was literally working a minimum wage, like, bookstore job. And when I went back to Guam, I bought everyone, like, nice chocolates and shit. And my mom's like, you can't even afford this. And I was like, but my friends, like, each friend needs one. I kept the list. I didn't even see all those friends. Like, I... I put That's stress on buying myself. freaking chocolate from Brussels. Right? I was like, fucking, these are eleven dollars each for and a small you. ass fucking piece of chocolate. Like it is stressful, and so yeah, that's you know, while being very generous, it's like holy shit, I am kind of killing myself over this. You know and what I mean? And it's so weird because like you have to navigate between like I I want to do this because I want to give something back right, to the people right. I love, but yes. at the point is like I'm fucking, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like to really be like. Yeah, because there's it's layered, right? You love them. You want they didn't get to come to Europe too, so they get to enjoy this, right? And so let's bring in like when I think about how my mom, if I'm in my mom's shoes and she's doing this, right? She wants to bring all of these great American experiences in yeah. her luggage, in her Balak Bayan box. So that's something we can transition to in Balak Bayan. LBC box. Hey, you know when that LBC roll up. <laughs> You know you got the goods in. I know. Just being real excited about that. Because LBC is such an iconic, like, you know, box to, like, you know, give and also receive, yes, right? it's beautiful. Specifically, right now, my mom is getting a Balak buy-in box ready for my uncle back in... Um, What's in it? What's in it? Um, right now, my mom bought a shit ton of things from um, Tommy Hilfiger mm-hmm. and as well as Calvin Klein. Luckily, my sister works there, so she gets good discounts but those are expensive brands yeah yeah yeah. even on sale right it's not like going to ross or any i mean there, there is an option because there's not really like a, they wouldn't be able to tell right but you're still but okay let's talk about that right so it's not like for them maybe the people receiving it think like oh these are full-blown full price but for your mom has to navigate how to get a cutback to be able to give something as nice and as branded as that, like, yeah, and um, it's also a status, you know. It is, well. it's a yeah. status symbol when you are able to receive something and give from a family member from another country, you know, vice versa. Even for me, I have family in Austria, and be able to re- receive, you know, like chocolate from Austria every like three months because they travel a lot. Right. You know, it's like it's such a privilege in itself that I get to get these austrian chocolates yeah yeah you're right about so that when, it, when you contrast that to like a like a, someone in the philippines a family member who gets to like get these um bog buying boxes filled with like these brand name you know clothes even one of my aunts bought a shit ton of things from victoria's secret um, and like gave it to her my her daughters my cousins and not only that they would also sell what they bought in bulk because it would be quote unquote, because um, it's quote unquote cheaper here, mm-hmm. but it's ten times more expensive right. back in the Philippines. So that way they can sell it and make a profit out of it. Right. So it becomes also a business. Yes. Okay. So you're right, right about that business um, part. So for my relatives who had just visited maybe one or two years ago from the Philippines, they went to. Um, one of the thrift stores here and in our thrift stores they're still in pretty good gently used condition they bought a bunch of them for like less than twenty dollars and they're kind of selling them full price in the philippines right that's a but it's like but people in the philippines wouldn't be able to tell that particular difference right because it's like oh it's this ck or whatever you know but there was gently used like and so yeah i mean like yeah there is profitable part of it and for us too like something that was a big thing was like 
for my mom is getting certain types of chocolates, right? Because you were just talking about, like, it's cool, right? Like Chocolates hey, are a staple. If I saw some Kinder Bueno coming my way, you know I'm going to be all if up I in If I saw, like, a big-ass thing of Toblerone, you know my ass <laughs> going to be like, mmm. Freaking for... How do you pronounce it? Ferrarocher? Ferrarocher. You know, it does look like I just say ferret in my head. So, yeah. And another thing, like, my mom, she took a bunch of our clothes. And I think I said this in a previous episode. She took a bunch of our old clothes. Oh, yes, same! Yeah. And I mean, oh yeah, God. I get it. It's it's gently used. And somebody in the Philippines, you know, I don't want to blanket them all in poverty. Hashtag but like, hand-me-downs. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, brand new to someone else. Exactly. And I mean, like, you know, I have to give credit to my mom to be like, nothing is wasteful, right? Like, we throw it into this box and somebody is going to benefit. So, like, when I was in my mom's province, like, she was like... I saw people in my clothes everywhere. And I was like, my mom, and this was a really contentious thing mm-hmm. in my mom and dad's marriage because the difference between them. So my dad comes from a family that's kind of like broken in a sense, right? Where they are, they live in the city and they're not really tied to a bunch of people in provinces. My mom is like the freaking mafia queen over there yeah. in the province. Like she's very connected in a sense. When she comes home, it's everyone's like, yay. Right. And I, I said this before, but, um, it's like my dad used to get mad at her because she would be in such practice of getting these boxes out and making sure when she goes, she has three lined up to take back to the Philippines. And he'd be mad about that because he's like, this is money that could be going to our family than to these people in this province. And so even me, like I kind of feel weird about it because this is kind of who my mom has truly become in a sense where she must be the person who always gives out because since it is so public and known she is a nurse, she feels always obligated to spend for everyone all the time. Even if, like, nobody ever talks about my mom. Okay, so when you think Filipina nurse has it all, has it all. My mom lives in a small apartment, right? Doesn't spend much. Um, she, it makes me sad because, like, no one gets to see how she falls asleep after working so much OT on an iPad, you know, and like, she just gives, 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 and she's so programmed that way in Mm -hmm. her career, and also in this, you know, remittance situation. You get caught up in it, and you get caught up in like, you know, (laughs) I don't want to say a lie, Mm. but in the same... Like a mask? A mask, you know, because like, again, we all have our masks in society that we have to go ahead and present, Mm. and going back to that whole like things at face value so that way like you don't feel the scrutiny of someone's you know like stare especially in like intimate intimate settings of your family members so that's another thing with even my mom like so for example i don't know like if this is a thing but like definitely fighting over the check Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fighting yeah, over yeah. the check. I, like, I feel like this is something central that ends up happening within, um, you know, our culture. And then, like, even other things like a fresh off the boat, like, even made fun of, like, you know, like, uh, paying for the bill. Right. And, like, you know, paying for things, you know, with an Asian culture. Um, but it's also something that's just central to Filipino culture. What's the subcontext to that? Because I have theories of why they fight for the check. I, I feel like it's a superiority thing. It could be a status thing. It's still status. It's still face value because, again, 
all things lead to status and like how you want to look and how you maintain your interpersonal relationships. Right. But at the same time, that puts a strain on your finances as well as um, how you start to navigate and how you have to keep up this facade that mm. you are building up. You know what? Yeah, sure. If you got the money, then okay, honey, yeah. go flaunt it however you need to. Yeah. However, if you're just doing this to self-satisfy, you know, your need for acceptance, which, who, like, I get it, you know? We all want to feel validated, but, like, this is not the way to go about it when you're straining yourself, pulling yourself apart in order to go ahead and make other people happy who you know yeah you yeah know, really i agree i mean i get it like i get that you know i don't understand the full scope of people living in the philippines and the need right like so Neither that is my my own privilege but at the same time i've seen how hard my mom works right like in a sense where um who's doing that for her who's paying for her dinners who's doing that who's sick who's offering to pick up the check for her right so like sometimes i think my mom does it in a way to be like she never wants to appear like the user like she always wants to be very giving but at the same time it's like i've seen her you know she loves real hard and this is where i get it from right where i've seen her pay for when we went on a trip to disneyland and like when she, she did not pay all the tickets. All of it. She paid all she the hotel. She paid for Turkey Lake too. She paid for everything. The rent a car, like everything, everything. And so, as her mom's like, "I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it." It hurt me to my core and my soul because it's like my relatives were just okay. You know, what I, mean? I mean, just okay taking this free stuff. And it's like I saw my mom work for months to make sure she could pay all this here's my question i want to post to you like how often does your mom travel to visit these people she probably travels them once or twice a year and she says it's for her just her mom but i feel like and when that happens does do they ever show that type of um not courtesy but uh as like you know kind of like also doing the same thing for her when she comes so she says she does but she doesn't super duper open up to me about the details right if the details like oh well they paid for my sandwich this day you know what i mean like or anything like that okay one day (laughs) you know so she doesn't really talk about she'll be like oh they treated me for my birthday dinner or you know so i get that but what about all the little expenses is it my mom right and this is really it bothers me because being raised by her i have also learned how to give 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 to the point where i am suffering from my own mental health by putting myself second and so i can't even think generationally to my mom who this is much more of a norm for right without the therapy intervention of like hey maybe you should set a little bit of boundaries tell people you're actually tired tell people you can't afford it you know what i mean like those are small things to not to make sure people don't take advantage of you here's a crazy story because right? you're, you're, you're making me think about my co-worker okay mm-hmm. who came from the philippines mm-hmm. recently has been here in the country for three months and is on a j1 visa right yeah and i talked about her on the show before um and just a refresher uh it's one of my co-workers i'll call her jay mm-hmm. um and she had her birthday back in september right and um she's just a year younger than me and uh, her birthday happened, and the weirdest thing was she bought food for everyone for her birthday. And she said, that's what you do in the Philippines. Yeah, it is what you do. That's what my mom did. And I'm like, wait, what? It's the other way around. Yeah. And then 
Um, she was so surprised when we threw her a surprise party on her birthday because we bought her a bunch of like snacks from like yeah. you know like um. Uh, Palenque and Seafood City. It's beautiful. Um, there's a place called Palenque d- uh, down the street from me. L- it's just a market. Really? Because <laughs> Palenque means market, so it's just like. The I market, mean, market. I didn't know there's one near here. <laughs> there's one near here, and um, we're at my place, by the way, recording. Um, <laughs> basically, yeah, I was shocked to be like, wait you bring food to everyone on your birthday and like yeah. i used to think my mom would joke about that because here's the other thing i started thinking when my coworker did that what my mom would always joke about on my birthday saying oh are you gonna pay for everything? <gasps> oh my gosh my dad says that to me too and i'm just like like oh you're joking right he's like and then like my <laughs> mom's like yeah and i'm just like okay but then i'm like as soon as my coworker jay uh, told me that i was like wait is that why my mom says on my birthday every time am I going to pay for the bill? Like, what? It's my birthday! (laughs) I mean, yeah, like, there was one time I really stood up for my mom in front of her relatives and maybe I did really appear like an asshole, which I'm sorry about, but at the same time, I just couldn't take it anymore where she was just like, "Uh," you know, like, throwing herself at the register and I'm just kind of like, what is my mom doing? You know, so I'm really glad she has a partner who meets her where she's at, tries to do something for her, treat her, because that is something my mom has not experienced much in her adult life. So it's really hard to come by. It is. You know, and here's another thing, like again, we're not trying to go ahead and like judge like, you know, right. don't pay the, for anything the ever. The need for like because again, we like life in the Philippines is fucking hard. Yeah, you know, like again, we're talking about a current cr- corrupt government. Right. You know, um, people who, for like even the smallest offenses, can be killed or jailed, and yes, you know, it's it's a really, it's a, it's a competitive job market. Not yeah. a lot of people like are able There's to get survival, maintain good true. jobs, and that's why like Filipinos are the number one outsourced labor. Like you know, yeah. like labor in the world and we have to always keep that in mind you know that's interesting that you brought that up um and thank you for bringing the cultural still context because i looked up balak bayan boxes and um president corazon aquino Mm -hmm. hello a female president was like um she took the like the tariffs off of it so it could be like tax-free and duty-free um so it could be easily easier access to these boxes so you know i mean at the very heart of it we know the need and we know like the generosity comes from a very deep and good place um but at the same time like is it is your giving practice to a point where it's hurting you hurting you and also like this being coming a disadvantage to the other person who like okay because you can go ahead and give souvenirs you can go ahead and be welcoming you know and like show this humbleness to people you don't see a lot sharing your wealth you know sharing your wealth but then there becomes times when it becomes habitual right when it becomes like you're ending up giving remittances to someone you know and that's a that's a huge thing in our culture right is sending money back home you know and is being able to go ahead and help support someone you know back in the philippines right and then but it's like how much of that are you giving to the point where like you're draining yourself living here 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, that's the same thing with my coworker who's sending money to their dad who has cancer and can't pay for his cancer treatment. And that's why, like, he, like, she's here to support her father. And that, like, you know, that's reasonable. That's noble, You know, but if you are sending money, like, in my, my, uh, experiences with my, my, uh, half-sisters, they would get remittances from my father before. Right. But then, instead of spending it on school, you know, they, uh, spent it more on, like, doing, maintaining things like cosmetology or, like, cosmetic, like, you know, getting nails done monthly, and then they would ask for more, you know. Man, that just makes Which is like, well, you were supposed to spend this on food, and then you were supposed to go ahead and save the rest for school, but you didn't, and it's been over half a year. And that's what happened. Wow. And that's my own personal story. And this is not something to be like for everyone. It's yeah, not, it's not for everyone. Right. But it, it's it, a possibility it's, that it's a happens. Possibility that can happen. And something like you know to be open to like knowing that this is a possibility. You know. Yeah. This is some. This is part of my story. Right. You know. This it, that it, that our generosity can be taken advantage of. Like it's yeah. and it's not unknown. It's like here's yeah. the thing. Like we like we don't want to go ahead and make people out to be the bad guy no. you know but at the same time it's like we gotta acknowledge this shit happens yeah you know so like how about we like talk about which why. goes into theme like how filipinos um can celebrate each other mutually or break each other mutually and be exploitive you know and so being human yeah <laughs> i think that these you know cultural practices of being very like humble and heroic in a sense where you give more than you That's can actually give heroic. Yeah, it's heroic. Like to give more than you can actually give is beautiful. I mean, and like whatnot. who just want to like you know be a hero, praised, and you know like you know right. not not necessarily envied, but like you know definitely acknowledged, validated, respected. Instead of leaning on like white saviorism, it's like our people sharing among each other, and yeah, and it's you know, and I think about remittances and pasalubang and all this stuff, and I think about like how we're just trying to make up for this huge like wage gap, you know, by creating our own sense of welfare system, um, unofficial welfare system. That's an interesting way to put it, yeah. yeah. Cause these boxes to me are kind of like, what Mormons consider maybe their, their um, what's that, their what? pantries? You know what I mean? We're like, here's all the things you'll need. Your you Costco. Know? Yeah, yeah. Your Costco in a box, you know? like Holy shit, yeah. Costco right. in a fucking box. Because they do buy in big bulk, right? Like It's fucking crazy when I go to Costco and these white people like go nuts. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm thinking about, like, I'm just yeah. trying to get through. Going into Costco and thinking about... Uh, the wealth difference, right? As opposed to, I don't know if... Oh, heck yeah, like, um, you live near a Costco, like, that's a that's a wealth stamp, you right. know what I mean? I'd, like, drive 25 minutes to go to my nearest Costco, which is, like, may not seem a lot to you for uh, our listeners in California, but Vegas, like, it takes, like, 30 to, like, 40 minutes to get from one point to another here. Right. Um, which... Funny story. <laughs> I, was, I once went to a Costco, right? You know, they check your uh, ID for yeah. your, Costco, your Costco card when you walk in. So all these, like, you know, like, boutiques are walking in front of me, like, big families, you know? None of them took out their Costco cards. But all of a sudden, just me and my mom, two brown ladies walking by, lady stops us and is like, can I see your Costco card? I'm like, wow. you let your freaking families go! 
and they were all petites. And then I was like, I was so pissed off. My mom's like, why are you so angry? Because she talked, she cried right. us, but she didn't cry to all the white people. The assumption and bias of like, these are still outsiders, you know, even if that was like not our intentions, like, oh, let me check these. Anyways, that's, that's, that's just my little Honest, tidbit a little about, <laughs> about, about my like, experience in like freaking Costco. We should have, a, have another episode about that. Oh, it's <laughs> Costco. Um, so there's not really any solutions we would pose, but the reason why I bring this up is like, we don't need just thanksgiving but we might have i don't know if rose has something up her sleeve in terms of like what we can do when we feel stressed about giving you know or i feel like when this happens you know like because here's the thing it's okay to still give you know yes it's not a bad thing to give it's just knowing how much you really can give and setting boundaries and that's the thing i feel like we need to like you know like part of solution right set boundaries let people know that you can't always be like this. Like this month is savior, hard for me. This hero, this uh, giver, you know, and like it's a hard month. I've been poor, and my fr- that's why I really appreciate like my friends, and they don't all expect me to give them a gift, you know, because they already know what rut I'm in. And even though you like, articulated it too, yeah, it's just like as much as I like went to Europe, that was for me, you know, like that was for me to go ahead and do things, and that that doesn't mean I have money. I have a credit card. <laughs> You know, and I was thinking, you know, there's, because maybe it doesn't hit super close to home, but I guess that I also think about how this can be dishonorable, right? Right. Like, you know, especially like where some relatives do feel like you should be obligated to give, right? In Mm -hmm. the sense where like, you know, I'm not like this, but some friends, you know, because I do come from a more privileged background, my parents covered my entire college education bought me a car trying to make an american dream compacted with a filipino like you know um what do you call it uh american dream i guess but um some of them you know send their kids to college in expectance that that they would get a house right that their kid is this investment and that's tough because housing is different investment insurance a warranty Sorry. No, yeah. I love my mom calls me. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's tough because like, you know, especially for uh, Rose and anyone who's graduating after Rose, it's a competitive job market. Um and houses housing is going up, you know. Hell and so yeah, especially in Vegas. This dream of buying homes for our parents, it might be even tougher, especially for tougher, those of you who live in Cali. To, like for me personally, it's not tougher. It's a it's an expectation that's starting to go away. It's a goal that like I don't think I can reach anymore because it's scary. They're they're, they're too expensive. They're too expensive. And so does that even if, if it's so expensive, does that mean you're any lesser of a grateful offspring sometimes? Um, yeah. I'm getting a one tear. <laughs> let one tear out. Let let it out. Let it out, baby. It's allergies. <laughs> And now that she sees it, everyone shut up. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, for my family, like, yeah, we're, me and my brother are like their babies, but at the same time, it's like, will they leave the house? Can we keep them? You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, you. I feel like my, and this probably goes for all parents where they feel like I'm like a really little kid and stuff and they want to make sure I'm on my own, but I, they don't, I don't think they define that I'm okay or not on my own if I'm not, if I'm not like, got a big house or nice car right like that that means she's not really there <laughs> yeah. and that's when my like you know my mom loved it when i got my car and then she just like freaking like posted it all up on facebook about like 
you know, oh, look at my daughter. She just got a new car and she's, she's doing this and that. And then in conversation, like, it's just weird. Like when we start posting these things and then like she, she shared my Europe trip on her timeline and you know what? I think I can see why. Because she's like, oh, bitch, my daughter can afford to leave this country on her own free will without survival is the intention. It's three years of savings. <laughs> right? It's three years of savings, right? But in a Facebook post, it looks like uh, Rose is making six figures. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I ain't that rich. You know, I stayed in like a bunch of cheap This chocolate be e- expensive. <laughs> <laughs> this, and that fucking chocolate was fucking expensive. Like, I'm, oh, I almost maxed out my credit card. I I applied for a credit card just to afford that. Trip. Dude, you just reminded me about maxing credit cards just to be able to look like you afford something. That's I mean, the thing. we're terrible at um, fiscal spending, or maybe this is just a Filipino thing. Or I don't know, maybe it's not. Um, so, like, <laughs> yeah, like I went to my friend's wedding who invited me i couldn't afford i wanted to be there i put it i put my whole ticket on a credit card i'm still paying that shit i am baroque don't be fooled people i may come from a privileged filipino background but this i am a toddler in real life you're you're living in america (laughs) what do you think so yeah like um yeah it's it's i mean so as far as solutions go really um we if you have solutions for us just get like you can you know send that to us or you can buy us a kofi you know our band-aid situation is sometimes it's okay to take the slightly dishonorable round and be like i can't afford this right now set boundaries right. have communication open if you if if the people you get these things for really love you and care about you they'll understand this tiny break yes not even a tiny break you know like that there's gonna be moments when you can't keep affording a ballot buy-in box there's gonna be moments when you can't give possible you know like like it's okay to set these boundaries to know between i can go ahead and spend this much on the people i love and like what i'm spending for me and still be able to eat on on you too you know and then knowing like i'm able to go ahead and help support you but at the same time like also like please get to a point where like you can also stand on your feet without me because again people are fragile life is fragile you never know what's gonna happen to you so it's like right you know what if something happens to you and then then those people are gonna be suffering too yeah so it's like hopefully we can all get to a point where we can you know like be supporting people to go ahead and be on their own feet you know or at least you know find ways and develop programs or orgs that can help people you know through whatever situation have Mm. a means of like support you know multiple sources of support without feeling like you're breaking your arm selling a kidney and a leg and if you are like damn you know i mean you two make it sound so easy like you can totally message us and vent to us about you suffering from this just you know dishonor of not being the most generous person like that's just hard and my thing is like we're here's the thing we're not all-knowing beings, Mm-mm. you know? We're not, Have but, you seen us? <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely want to say this is something that has been on our minds and something we want to inquire. Yeah. If you have something else to, like, you know, like... Get off your chest. Get off your chest or even, like, you know, argue for. Not necessarily argue, but, like, you know, advocate for. Like, well, I think blah, 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 blah. And that's fine. That's totally... Yeah. T- totally fine. So, I'm sorry. I've been burping. My nose is running. <laughs> it's, it's the end of the day. We're it's both um, leaving out of here. Um, but we wanted to give you a and little I'm bit of... And I'm officially leaving. I'm going to sneeze. Bless you. Bless you. <laughs>
There she goes. She she sneezed everybody. And yes, I am leaving. I am going to be leaving. And I want you all to know I really care about all of you. I really appreciate everything you've done for me. I'm going to Los Angeles and that's why I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> it's we're all on our short trips. I'm going to San Diego for a baptism, but we do want to say that we are thankful for you. We're almost we're past twenty nine. Cheesy. I can't help it. We're in twenty nine hundred for our downloads for just our pod bean. And so thank you so much. Um, you know, I mean, you listen to us or you laugh at us. We don't know the difference. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're fucking laughing at us. You might fucking tell me now. So, <laughs> but yeah, we love, we love you. We do this after our crazy jobs. And, um, I think that's happy Thanksgiving on your terms all year in your unique and authentic Filipino, Filipinex, Filipino ways. Mm-hmm. And oh, big shout out to our fans that we got to meet um, earlier in the Oh, week. yes! Um, Marikar and Cami. Love you both! You're both amazing. Um, again, if you're ever in Vegas and you want to go ahead and have a conversation, meet us at Cafe 86. We'll That's get some where we be hanging out. We'll get some fucking holo holo. Even if we're lactose. Talk about <laughs> one of us. And, uh, some of us are able to go ahead and just ignore the lactose and die <laughs> you know, on the toilet. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> so take your lactose pills well this is Jean and this is Rose and we are still hella disappointing our parents Rance. you ruined it with your vibrato <laughs> I don't know the difference of yeah. the music okay one two three our parents, parents.